going to be a fun episode. Yep. Ugh. Be prepared for silent tears as a... Uh, it's going to be heavy. Emotionally. Um, but the thing is, is that like this subject, it can it's heavy, but it's also... I feel it's like... a good one, though. It is positive for other people to hear yes. struggles of somebody who maybe they look up to, yeah. i.e. you. And like, you. <laughs> nah, nah. A Disney princess. I mean, whatever. <laughs> there, I mean, there's something about that in, in here it, that, that don't, doesn't specifically name the whole princess thing, but you can guess. Yeah. Um, but so, hi. Hi. Welcome to the Dear Me, Love Me podcast, the another quarantine episode. That's another quarantine episode, y'all. We're no again, one is surprised. We're again using Squadcast, which mm-hmm. we talked about on our, on our mini episode, and it's pretty dang cool. Mm-hmm. I like it. When I was looking for options, I actually, so T and I use Captivate as our host website for Mm -hmm. the podcast. So if you're looking to make a podcast, I can't recommend Captivate enough because it is just so Mm user-friendly and easy and the analytics are really easy to use. It builds a website for you. It's been really nice. And um, I was on that Facebook group of Captivate creators and I asked, how are you guys doing either guests or your co-hosts and somebody is like hi i created a a thing called squadcast and you should look it up and it's pretty great and people were like yeah we use it it's so good it's amazing and it's there is no lag whatsoever none it's magical it's like t is sitting right next to me i'm actually Mm -hmm. staring at t right now um and she's giving me a beautiful face hold on wait stay there stay there i'm gonna take a picture of said face and you're pretty (laughs) <laughs> love it um and so that's how we're doing this during quarantine and we're going to continue to record and yeah it's gonna be great yeah so that you guys have things to listen to during your quarantines i some people are like my listenership is down because of of quarantine because people aren't driving yeah. to work people aren't going to the gym and that right. makes sense but i've I, ours has kind of gone up mm-hmm. and that and makes i also me listen happy. to podcasts when i'm like cleaning my house oh, yeah. making dinner for sure. Yeah. I've listened to so many more episodes of podcasts that I've missed. Yes. And so uh, hopefully you guys are doing that too and listening to all the cool podcasts that you already listened to and ours, clearly, if you're listening to this now. Uh, I kind of feel like a sexy radio show host right now because I can I see do. myself and I normally can't see myself while I'm podcasting. So yeah, it does add a level of like... It adds a level of... Staring at a mirror. It's like romantic. Yeah. I feel I'm like a radio it. show. Mm, I love it. I have a voice for radio and a face for it, too. I have a voice for radio and a face for radio. Damn it. You were, I don't know what I was going to say, but you <laughs> took the joke, and I didn't think it through, and it was slow. It's okay. It's all right. You so win. today's episode, we are talking about body image. Yeah. Uh, which, mm-hmm. I don't know, for you, T, I, I thought my letter was going to go one way, and it kind of went another. Yeah, mine did, too. I definitely, I went into it. I think mine was more positive overall than I thought mine would be. Oh, no, mine is totally opposite. Well, and you and I have talked about this too. Like, I, we're, the year I took before this was a year of I, a lot of, like, mental health and physical health. And for the first time in my life, I'm at a point – we could talk about it in the letter. But for the first time in my life in 30 years, I like my body. And not because of That's working amazing. out, but because of mental health and all. It's a myriad of things. But So I wrote this – because this quarantine's been really, 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 really fucking hard for me because I'm worried I will 
fall back you got, into old you habits. You groove, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I'm, and I get pissed off about it, and I don't have the same drive. And so that letter, this letter turned out, it was different. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so we're going to do my letter first, yep. and then I'll read T's after. So, yeah. Um, and before we start, we know this is a really rough time for everybody, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to body image and relationships with foods and stuff. And, and um, if you if you are struggling with all that, Feel free Maybe. to either skip or just yeah. realize that uh, I know that you're in a really good things. you're in a really good place. Mm-hmm. I'm not, so right. like it's just the I'm there with you if you are right. also. So like that's it's not going to be just it's not all sunshine one and rainbows. Side of a coin. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Dear me, I wish I could tell you I have all the answers. That right now I feel amazing, confident, and strong. I don't. Because right now I'm not happy with the way I feel or look, and I have no drive to change it. But damn, do I cry about it a lot. So this letter is going to be a little different than my other ones. Here are some things I know to be true, and some that I truly wish I could believe, but is hard right now. Number one, body dysmorphia. You have it. Mayo Clinic describes it as, quote, a mental health disorder in which you can't stop thinking about one or more perceived defects or flaws in your appearance. A flaw that appears minor or can't be seen by others, but you may feel so embarrassed, ashamed, and anxious that you may avoid many social situations. Yeah, I have that. (laughs) And they are exactly right. You've avoided parties, social gatherings, dates, auditions, and just being out there in the world because you are so fixed on how you look. You truly believe that how you look directly reflects on how successful you are, how worthy you are, and how much you deserve out of your life. It isn't your fault you believe this. You spent your formative adult years standing in front of casting directors who told you that you weren't pretty enough to perform a job, who would tell your friends that if they didn't lose weight in 60 days, they would be stripped of their role and ultimately their paycheck. They had you believe that if you just lost those 20 pounds, you could be whatever you wanted to be. It's not your fault you watch the most beautiful women in the world literally starve themselves and be rewarded by getting more work. It's not your fault. No, it's not my fault I have that. Wow. Yeah. No, it's not. No. I I thought about this when I was reading. I was like, what where did that stem from? And I was thinking about back when I was, you know, a figure skater, I looked up to my coaches so much and I still do. They're great women, but I remember some we had like a bagel spread mm-hmm. and some one of my coaches said if you can pinch an inch you need to lose weight hmm. and I was like uh I can pinch an inch and I was 70 pounds oh my god so I was like oh like I don't need a bagel and they would say a bagel is worth five pieces of bread choose carefully Oof. like I've heard that so, about beers too where it's like a beer is eight slices of bread <laughs> great and I like why yeah, you're like, that's so stupid. Yeah, don't tell me that. I love beer. <laughs> but like, well, it's not, though. It's like, yeah, no, fuel. it's not. It's not. But um, and then I thought, you know, I I don't remember taking that seriously as a kid. Yeah. I'd be like, what? Fuck you. Like in my yeah. you know, 12, I'd be like, meh, fork you. Like, it's, yeah, fork but, you. But um, it wasn't until I started performing at Disney that I realized, mm. oh, I have a problem with how I look and then I if I just lost a little bit of weight I bet you I would get this and this and you know I'd show my stomach every day as Ariel mm-hmm. and I remember oh I remember one time I was working and I was working with a girl who had a six-pack including Ooh. when she sat 
she had a oh, sat a sitting which six is just pack. genetic yeah and i remember mm-hmm. <laughs> i walked on stage and i was like well they're getting fat ariel now <laughs> like sorry oh. families you just missed hot ariel but oh. um and then just hearing my friends who i love and who i think are beautiful tell me that they had meetings with casting directors about how they have to lose weight or else they lose their jobs is is so and it's awful that's horrendous so it's just and yeah like you have to you have to be a certain size and a certain shape to do that role it's just now I feel like now I have to be a certain size to live a great life Mm -hmm. so that's just a mindset I need to get out of Mm. so sorry girl hey I said something I know to be true or I know Mm -hmm. that I know that's not to be true that my self-worth is or what I deserve out of life is from weight I know that that is a falsehood yeah but it's it's just hard to break out of that exactly Mm -hmm. but it's like there are things that you as a human focus so much on yourself like my two little bumps on my face I hate them so much I hate them so much they cause me so much embarrassment I have talked to multiple doctors about getting them taken off and at the end of the day like I probably realized to everyone else, they're probably not as prevalent they're literally as they nothing. to me. Like no. to me, they're so large and so embarrassing and I hate them and I've cried about them. And I talked with the doctor in January about getting them taken off. And um, they're probably nothing to anyone else, but to me, No, they they're literally awful. nothing. I'm going to send you a screenshot that I took of, someone commented on a picture of me and was like, because I had a, is when I was in Mean Girls and I had a mic and someone's yeah. like, oh, I thought you were wearing two extra mics Thank goodness it's just those bumps on your face. Fuck off. And I took a screen. And I responded to him. I don't him care if you're like, 12. Fuck off. No, he. it was just like a troll. But I was like, okay. Like, people forget that I'm a human too. And like, that fucking hurts. Yeah. Okay. Number two. Putting on weight after a life change is not something to be ashamed of. Ashamed of. No, you don't look the same as you did when you first moved here. But that came with a lot of fun, a lot of good food, and a lot of self-care. For the first time in pretty much your whole life, you are not confined to a princess dress, a small skating dress, or a cheer uniform. You owned your new life. Yeah. There's literally nothing. Like, bodies change. They go through ebbs and flows. They, you gain weight. You lose weight. It's part of life. Like, as you get older, your boobs are going to get saggy. Like, yeah. it's your body's going to change. There's yeah, nothing it, wrong with change. There is nothing wrong with change. And I feel like Hollywood and – and social media influencers, whatever, have put such a damper on aging gracefully. Oh, it drives me up a fucking wall. There's I, nothing more beautiful to me than aging gracefully. For sure. And I and I I totally get the whole I use serums and face creams, mm-hmm. but that's in the preventative stuff, but yeah. it's the the surgeries yeah. and the the constant like I need to look younger to please either my husband or mm-hmm my wife or something it just the mindset absolutely blows my mind and i know people are like i do it for myself because it makes me feel beautiful like like, great but 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 it also bothers me the people that clearly get work done who are influential and do not own up to it that bothers me with her lip injection any of the jenner kardashian clan it bothers me more than i can say because if you are an influencer you are a small business essentially you're literally influencing it's in your title you fucking owe it to the people that follow you to be honest and truthful now if now if they all came out and said i got this 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 and this and that's why i look the way i look cool cool at least we are aware but don't fucking pretend it's genetics or that it's natural because you are lying to very impressionable people that follow you and want to achieve that and that's bullshit 
Correct. Oh, God, sorry. I'm all heated now. Preach. <sighs> and on that note, number three. If you want something to change, it's up to you. No one will put in the work for you. If you want to feel amazing, you have to know you are worthy enough to start making those first steps. It just takes a step and then two steps and then three and then a mile. Start small. No one expects you to be a marathoner right out of the gate. No one expects you to be anything right now. So even if it's small, it's still a start. And we can grow into what we want in whatever time frame we want. Yeah. That's ex- it's one baby step. Whenever like one step. I see people posting online about their um, transformations and mm-hmm. stuff. And then uh, people posting about their runs and everything. It kind of gives me, mm-hmm. it's almost triggering. It's just like, I can't do that. Like I literally can't run a mile. Like it's magic. It does seem like it's magic mm-hmm. and it's not because I don't see the process. And uh-huh. I remember there was one time I was looking up, I was literally looking up pills to lose mm-hmm. weight. And Michael oh, goes, Brooke, if there was a pill that worked, we would all have it. We would all have like, it. We would, it would be like mm-hmm. the most wild. It'd be like aspirin yes. to get rid of headaches. Like we yes. would all have it. So there's, it's just, there isn't one. And the thing that is, is like you real. saying that you can't run a mile. I'm going to tell you this right now. A year and a half ago, I couldn't run a mile without my knee hurting, without um, stopping. Yeah. And like today I went for a 30, 45 minute run. But like I called Dave when I was in LA and I called him in tears. I said, I just ran for two and a half miles. And he was like, okay. And I was like, no, 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 you don't no, understand. No, no, like, you don't understand. This is amazing. You understand. I couldn't even run a mile. We went for a run on the beach in like July of last year and I had to stop. I, I told him, like, you go ahead. I can't. Yeah. And like, you're right. It's, it seems, and that's why like, it seems as if it's magic and it's mm-hmm. just not. It is such baby steps and failures and like fallbacks of like your due days where you're like, I fucked that up. I guess I'll try again tomorrow. Like it's yeah. so much more than that. But I could see how when people don't own up to the actual day-to-day work that goes into it, that like, yeah, it's fucking hard. Yes. It seems like Or magic. at least like, I always say, I'm like, the first 30 days are really hard. And mm-hmm. then it's not. Yeah. Like, and I that's just like, it boggles my mind that at some point it's not going to be difficult. It just mm-hmm. like seems like it's just a constant battle. I, and like Dave has laughed at me because I brought it up a million times when I'll be like, I can't believe I'm, you know, going to go work out or blah, blah, blah. Because I was never that person. I was never like that. And, and he's like, well, yeah, you've been doing it for six you know, months now pretty regularly. And I was like, yeah, but in my mind that blows my mind because that's not who I was right and it the fact that I would ever be like I'm gonna go for a run is mind-blowing to me yeah like my friend Zoe said my favorite things are my husband my dog and the gym and I'm like right like I love my gym and never in a million years would I thought I would be that person ever ever I I can't I can't imagine a world where Brooke Upholzer says I love my gym Mm -hmm. and the thing is it's not even about for me the physical side of it, it mm-hmm. it's so tied to the mental aspect now yeah. um, that I, like I woke up today feeling really shit, actually went to bed last night feeling really shitty and, and frustrated and contained. And um, so I wrote down like a to-do list today. And the first mm-hmm. thing was like, go for a run. I knew I needed alone time mm-hmm. away from my partner. I knew I needed space and I needed air. And so I was like, cool, I'm going to go for a run alone. Um, and it had nothing to do with health. It had nothing. I was just like, I need these things and this is how I can accomplish it. But yeah. you're right. It's it's baby, baby, baby steps. Until it's, it's a baby not. Step. Until it's not. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Number four, 
I'm not going to sit here and tell you that you are beautiful the way you are. Fuck you. I'm going to tell you you're beautiful the way you are. I'll keep reading though. Thanks. (laughs) You aren't going to listen to me, but I will tell you that what you have put into this world is beautiful and that literally has nothing to do with how you look. It's about who you are. Okay. I was mad for a second, but (laughs) yeah. I was like, no. (laughs) Don't you dare. Don't you say mean things. Don't you say mean things to my friends. Don't say mean things. No, I'm a good person. You know, I'm good. I'm one of the kindest souls. Like, and I think you are absolutely beautiful in spite of that physically. Like, you are so beautiful. Thanks. But you are also one of the kindest friends and souls. You always reach out and ask how people are doing. You care so much about all the people in your life. And that's what par- that's part of what makes you beautiful inside and out. Oh, you're thanks. gorgeous. I love you, friend. I love you. Number five, One Direction can go shove it for singing. You don't know you're beautiful, and that's what makes you beautiful. Yes, old song, and great they have disbanded. But what awful filth to plug into a girl's mind that because she's not confident in who she is, that somehow makes her more desirable and beautiful. Fuck you. Mostly the songwriters. Fuck you. Oh my god. Yeah, that trope. That like. She doesn't know how beautiful it is, so she makes her more beautiful. Like, why do we have to have fake humility? In the words of Demi Lovato, what's wrong with being confident? What's wrong with it? What's What's wrong wrong with with confidence? Like, I understand when you... Remember when you texted me when we were off of social media and you were just like, I feel really fucking oh, hot. Oh, yeah. And you sent me a selfie and I was like, yes, bitch, you look so hot. Like, it's, there's nothing wrong with no, feeling yourself. There's nothing wrong with feeling yourself. And yeah, there's, there's a, a, there is a fine line between co- confidence, and confidence, a humble brag, and just being uh, a fucking braggy brag of bragsters right, right, brags. Right. So, but I feel like when boys are just like oh she doesn't know how beautiful she is and that's like that's what's mm-hmm. so desirable is because she just doesn't know it's just, what? It's, and you know what pisses me off too and I haven't gotten this because I've been you know with Dave forever for five years but when I was in the dating world when a guy would compliment you on something and you would accept the compliment oh. how shocked they would be thanks thank you thanks yeah instead of like no mm, no mm. Sure? a simple thank you fucking blows their minds or like, what? I know. Like, I know. Thank yeah, you. I, I worked know. really hard on my hair or whatever. Like, no. no. Boo. Yeah. Boo on you. Fuck you. Fuck that. Yeah. I'm I'm sure One Direction had no say in that song of singing it. Right. I'm sure it was Simon Cowell. And I'm or sure it was also, the songwriters. They're but... all dudes and we're like, yeah. Yeah. Like, no. But that trope is overused and shitty. It's so shitty. I hate That's the so whole. so shitty. I hate the whole small town girl takes off her glasses and all of a sudden she's sexy i can't that thing you do like just i can't do it like the not another teen movie like that like it's just like i can't it's infuriating yeah because we can't win right exactly we can't win we're supposed to have this sense of we're supposed to be super not sexy and not not beautiful until a man tells us we are and then then we have to we have carelessly and effortlessly beautiful and we can't admit that we are because that takes away from our beauty exactly it's just it always reminds me of like the scenes in marvelous miss Maisel when they show um her and her mom Oh, you know, going to bed and then getting up take, and then taking oh, everything off and then getting up super I, early to put it back yeah, on. I, 
ass before off. the husband gets up like uh, and I have always laughed so I've watched that show multiple times now with multiple people because mm-hmm. I like when I went so to Australia good. they had never heard of it and I literally was Shit, like so everybody good. sit down right now and watch this with me <laughs> like you will understand the jokes because it's in New York but I'm making you do it and the men never laugh as hard as the women in that scene watching it because I'm yeah. like oh I've, that's fucking hilarious yeah that's great yeah I hate when people wake up in movies and they just like are effortly like curly and just like they have like slight mascara on. I look like and... a fucking trenchable when I wake up. Let's be real. Let's be real. It's like my hair is a mess. I probably yeah. drooled. I same. Same. I, I yeah. have like six chins when I'm like. Oh, about to, I'm like. Absolutely. Good morning. Absolutely. <laughs> oh. So I I just I hate all of that. I that, hate all that too. I hate it's it. Bullshit. And that's the reason we are, it's how I start my letter, but we are trained from the moment we can take in anything to hate ourselves because it's a billion dollar business, exactly. women hating their bodies. It's a billion dollar, billions. And it's even, and, men. and I feel, I feel so weird. The fact that like things like apps, uh, I do like that, you know, the apps that do teach you uh, home workouts and you know whatever mm-hmm. dietitians whatever but i just have to think about those people make money because i hate myself yeah that's exactly right and it's and no matter how like pure their intentions yoga lately yeah it's like you are making money because i'm unhappy with because i'm unhappy with look. the way i look uh-huh and that's then, what i think about like well, all that like beach body stuff where it's like you get the shakes and it's a detox and in 14 days you'll lose this much weight i'm like stop it stop that stop it's yeah. not, that's not how you should be treating your body. It's not how you should be doing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, n- number six, get a shape a scale. Shape a? Uh, yeah, shape a. Get a shape a scale. This has not been paid for and is not an ad. It's just me telling you to get one. It's amazing. It does not show you re- your weight. It gives you colors of green. You are doing great and staying in your weight range. Teal, you've lost weight. And gray, you are putting on weight. For your journey... And because it's going to be a slow one, the weighing thing becomes an obsession. This takes the pressure off. You aren't defined by a number anymore. Oh, and because people's weight fluctuates that's so that, much. They like that company mm-hmm. talks about that so much. It's just you you weigh yourself in the morning and then at night mm-hmm. for 10 days before you start, it tells you colors because it just it's yep. like I want to learn your body and the way yep. it fluctuates from night to day. And mm-hmm. are you on your period? What? And yes, right. great. Then I'll for the next great. seven days, I'm gonna know that you're whatever. It's and just it truly, it's so it's nice. so well, and it's I'm in like a a different place with my body, and so like I I didn't have a scale for um, when is when when did I like go have my eating disorder? Would have been I haven't had a scale probably in 15 years because I yeah. I just couldn't do it. And if you there can't was do the, yeah. a scale in a bathroom at a at someone's party, it would. I couldn't do it. It took every, like I'm I'm not as a fan of scales, but I have one now, and uh, I will weigh myself in the morning and afternoon and night only because I'm I remind myself I'm like throughout the day I gain or lose up to five pounds for sure. So your for your weight is bullshit. I saw so many Instagram ads and yeah, again you are making money because I hate myself, but also it's. But- it's, but you're doing it in a gentle way. It's gentle. And when I see the green, I'm like, great. And, it, mm-hmm. you know, green can mean that I gained five pounds. It's yeah. just like it's just telling you, like, where your healthy range is. And yep. then when I see teal pop up, I'm just like, oh, oh. okay. Right. Thanks. Like, like it's, 
capris and i have not seen gray yet not since getting it um hey but i just i think it's if if you are going to go on a journey to mm -hmm. to better yourself and you do want to keep track it does yes. it, do, it will show you especially a number if you if suffered you in the past with yeah eating disorders body dysmorphia mm -hmm. it's incredible for that yeah so it will show you a number if you go like into the app and you say please do show me the number yes it, it will so like say you need to keep track of something then yeah you have it it's not just like a scale that will never show you a number ever but it's, right it you have to search to find it it's so it's, yeah. it makes it hard for you to find it and it's it's just nice I wish I would have had it sooner. And also, I wish at doctor's offices, they would have ones that didn't show your weight and just went straight to them. If they would just, yeah, went straight I to them on their little away. iPads. I always say, I don't want to see or I don't want to know. And I had a doctor while I was in, or a nurse practitioner, when I was in high school, I said, yeah. I don't want to know. She weighed me and she literally said, she goes, oh, you don't look like you weigh that much. Mm-hmm. <gasps> mm-hmm. To like 17-year-old me. Fuck you, oh wherever you are, ma'am. Ma'am. You have terrible bedside, ma'am. Terrible, ma'am. Ma thank you for your service right now, ma'am. Ma yeah, thank you for your service you right now, ma'am, but that was really mean. It was, it was me. Okay. There isn't an easy fix to this problem in our world. If there was, we would all just be happy the way we are. Find solace in the notion that you aren't the only one who feels this way. The girl on social media who looks like she has all her shit together, yeah, she probably feels the same way you do. The movie star you've always looked up to probably feels the same. What I'm trying to get at is there is no reason to have a, quote, fitness inspiration or, quote, human goals when it comes to looks. You are never going to be that person. Your journey is different, unique to you, and at the end of the day, you will always be you, and that is more than enough. Be your own inspiration with your body and your looks. If you lose 20 pounds, you're not magically going to look like Emma Stone. No, you look like Brooke. So having an image in your head of being somehow more beautiful because you are a size two is absurd. This sounds harsh. I don't mean it to. And I'm, and I'm having trouble putting it into words, but I think you get where I'm going with this. Whatever you put into the world is stunning. Your empathetic nature, fierce loyalty, and creative mind are the strong and solid foundations of you that will never shake, whether you are 100 pounds or a million. And that is what makes you beautiful. Love me. Oh, I love yeah, that. Yeah, I think I... Thanks. I, with the whole, like even even if I was you know say to be at my goal weight I'm not gonna look like Emma Stone right or I like won't look like whatever the fitness person is it's, it's just, just I will look like me right and I will never forget to when I I saw a celebrity once that is our age and mm -hmm. it doesn't it, I saw Margot Robbie in person yeah I was gonna say it's Margot Robbie and isn't I was, it I, I had a guttural reaction because I was like I was so, so upset and I felt so shitty. And a person who is there, yeah. I even, I even, I verbalize that. I go, oh my God, like I feel like shit. And the person said, that is a trainer and a nutritionist and the best hairstylist you can get and a stylist and perfectly styled clothes and all these things. That's what you're seeing. And I was like, oh shit. Yes. Yeah, you're right. That's a hundred percent what you're I'm right. seeing. Yeah, of course you are. Like, right. And even if you were at your goal weight, like it doesn't necessarily make everything perfectly better perfect mm -hmm. my life's not going to be perfectly magical hunky-dory if i lose 20 pounds right. it's not going to happen you're losing it's... literally just mass that's all you're changing about yourself is mass yeah that's it so that's it mm. it's it, that's all there is to it 
Speaking of Margot Robbie, did you see Bombshell? No. I need to, though. You should watch okay. it. It's actually pretty good. Okay. I liked it. I'm going to watch it. I'm watching all the Hunger Games right now for it because they're like the perfect quarantine movie. They're actually very oh. good. Oh, I have all of them. I, they're like well-acted, well-directed. I love they're those movies. And those books. And they have withstood the test of time. For sure. Very good. There's a new one coming out. Did you know that? A new book? It's a. It's from the perspective of President Snow <gasps> when he was a kid, when he was a mentor at like one of the Hunger Games. I'm into it. So that's coming it. out this year. Oh my God. Amazing. The book. Okay. So I'm super there for it. Love me some dystopian Absolutely. novels. Absolutely. I love it. But um, yeah, so the gist of my letter is uh, pretty much hate the way I look right now, but it's fine. But here's I, the thing is that, like, that, but that's you point. and I, I think this is also a good one to do because we're at different places with our bodies right now. Yes. Like, because a year and a half sure. ago, I, the picture that I keep posting of me at Christmas is I, I, I hurt for myself every <laughs> with my face. I'm just like, T, you could show a really pretty picture of you even at the, no, no, nope. no, because I didn't want that picture taken. And, uh, I, it, and well, cause that's the picture when it was taken and it was shown to me that I was like, I'm, I don't like that. I don't, I don't like, like that. And that's kind of yeah. what, and I, and I was struggling with drinking and alcoholism and, um, not that I was an alcoholic, but I was drinking way more than I should yeah. have been. And, and I was struggling mentally. And that picture is what kicked off my journey for the next year of, uh, leaving Mean Girls and, um, getting into therapy and traveling the world and figuring out my issues and grieving some really big yeah. losses and, and starting to get healthy. So you and I are at very different places and yes. I want to hug you so badly right now. Thanks. I would like to hug I you too. I am giving you the biggest virtual hug. You can hold my hand up. Hold my hand. Hi. We're touching hands We're touching hands. hands. Hands touching hands. I love you. Friend. Virtually. And I know you might not feel at your best self, but I maintain to me that you are one of the prettiest people I know inside and out. Aw. I love you very much. You're so sweet. I love you too. Now let's get to okay. yours, which hopefully is a little more positive. <laughs> I think it is. All right. Great. It's what the world needs. <laughs> Dear me, I'm going to let you in on a secret. The world is training you to hate your body. From the moment you were old enough to star at stare to start to stare stare yeah. I was like you started at an advertisement <sighs> no stare from the moment you were old enough to stare at an advertisement watch a TV show or even listen to other women in your life comment about their own bodies these little moments all added up they stick in your mind and it's almost unnoticeable almost when you're in college and told you're too fat to be on Broadway and you must lose at least 10 to 15 pounds you didn't think anything of it you already hated your body. It's no surprise everyone else does too. You actually go through a big chunk of your life absolutely hating your body. You'll never even wore you've you've never even worn a bikini at 29. True. Really? True. Why? I, because I hate my stomach that much. I have never worn a bikini. You know what you should do? This is not an ad. Go sh online shopping mm -hmm. right now on Airy. They mm. have some cute very cute very flattering very 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 sexy maybe i will i think this might be the summer because i'm feeling good that i might try a bikini but i've never worn one because i hate my stomach so much i love your stomach <laughs> i could pet it if i Thanks, could friend. all right let's go because it's so deeply ingrained in your brain that you can only do that if you have the perfect body i remember on facebook one of my older co-workers mm -hmm. posted um Everybody is a yeah. beach body. If you're sitting on the beach, do you have a beach? Like, <laughs> do you have a body? 
All right, body. Great, you have a beach body. But I was always like, just (laughs) yeah, thought I could never. Which is I I feel the same way. I always I I have either one pieces or I have um, high waisted two pieces that are like skirts Mm -hmm. and to hide. They're cute, but they definitely they are are. too hide something. And honestly, that's all utter bullshit. After you spend a year of self-discovery last year, you finally begin to learn what it means to love your body. So here are some tips I wish I could have given you 15 years ago. I would have saved you a lot of heartache. Number one, this is the only body you will ever get, ever. Why on earth would you go through life hating it? This beautiful body of yours has been there every step of the way, every scraped knee, every soccer goal, every school dance, first kiss, play rehearsal, first day of school. It's been there. It has done everything you've asked it to. It loves you. Don't repay it by saying terrible things about it and hating it. On the flip side, this is the only body you will get. Treat it kindly. Feed it good, nu- feed it good nutritious food. Stretch it out. Get your heart pumping. Your body will work for you if you work for it. Yeah. Something- I like that last thing. Your body will mm-hmm. work for you if you work well, for it. Well, that's something a therapist said to me. She's like, it's not about achieving the perfect body or losing the weight or whatever like you need to you need to flip your mind to do it because this is the only body you will ever get it is it is literally banking on your future what you're putting in now so that your older years are easier or and she was like this is the only body you're gonna get be nice to it and sometimes you know I think about my life in chapters Mm -hmm. of like mentally my oh you know my high school years my college years my Disney years my New York years but at that's all been this same body. It's, it, it's been this, it has grown with you. It has loved you. Like I mm-hmm. look at scars that I have like on my hands from when I burned myself as a kid. And this is from mm-hmm. an apple peeler when I made cookies with my mom. And, and this is the same body. And it's going to be on this journey with you forever. It's okay right. to want things to change about it. It's okay to do that. But at the same time, you need to love the home you're in. Exactly. You know? Yeah, I feel you on yeah. that. That's a great one. Thanks. Thank you. You're welcome. Number two, if you wouldn't say it to a friend, why would you say it about yourself? I don't know why we are pre-programmed to be so hard on ourselves. Could you imagine this world if we were trained to love ourselves first? We would emit kindness instead of lashing out. So wonder, would I say this to a friend when you have a negative inner thought? Mm -hmm. It's something, right? and it's something I tried to correct you in your last letter. Like I no longer let my friends say mean things about themselves. Like mm-hmm. that, because I'm like, ah, 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 no, ah, or if someone's like, no, I feel, no. I'm, I look so fat, or I'm, so, I'm like, ah, no, stop it, stop. Like, if yeah. you wouldn't say it to your friend who you love, don't say it to yourself mm-hmm. who you also should right. love. Right. You know, I think that's a, that's also a, a learning to love yourself. Yes. It's before you have to break that habit. Yeah, that's a hard habit. And guys, like these I are not things that I magically habit. just learned to do. This has been a year right. and a half of me. And I'm almost 30 undoing. And my therapist said, she goes, it's going to take longer than 30 days to undo 18 years of negative thinking. Yeah. She's like, it's going to take time. Right. So I just want to give that disclaimer. Yes. It's just like the the working out. It yeah. all takes time. It all including takes time. mental health on what you feel with your body. Yep. Number three. Come to the realization that no one's body is perfect ever. There isn't such a thing. No matter how hard you work out and limit your yourself, baby T, you will never look like a Victoria's Secret model or me, Emma Stone, <laughs> who's clearly my girl crush. You are 5'1 and curvy. It's just not in your genetic cards, baby girl. Instead of hating the differences about your body, 
Love them. Celebrate them. They are what make you, you. When you and Dave go to a nudist spa in the Australian Alps. Australian. It's honestly, sorry, (laughs) I'll go do it again. Australian Alps. I was like, you know, those those Australian Alps. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) When you and Dave go to a nudist spa in the Austrian Alps, it's honestly one of the most liberating, freeing, and eye-opening experiences of your life. No one's body is perfect. It was my fucking nightmare. We get to the spa. Uh, yeah, I mean, that would be my nightmare too. We get to the spa and the woman was like, you know, no clothing. And she's like, no yeah. clothes. And Dave and I both looked at each other and we're like, oh, do we, do we want to, d- and then we're do like, we do we're like screw it, we're in Europe. Like we're never coming back. We're never seeing these people again. Right. And we spent a full like eight or nine hours at this day spa and it was in the mountain. It was beautiful, but it made me realize not a single body is perfect. Like there are women who right. would walk by that. I'd be like, oh my God, if I saw that body in clothes, I'd be like. You have the perfect body. And then there were things that I'm sure she was like, yeah, and I got cellulite or whatever. And not yeah. a single person's body was perfect. And I loved it so much. I always I always thought at Disney especially, I said, if I'm ever, ever having uh, body image issues, mm-hmm. I just need to go to Typhoon Lagoon. <laughs> because yeah. like you know, everyone's wearing bathing suits and, yeah. and they're with their families and just like enjoying eating their so life. much and drinking and enjoying their lives. Like there's like, so much and re- more to Realizing life. that. And realizing that body image or pe- there there is no such right. thing as a perfect body. And that's like, the other thing. Like I was so scared at this at this nudist spa because I hate my stomach so 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 much. I hate it, and I was convinced mm-hmm. that everyone was just going to be staring at me. No one was looking. No one gave a shit. No yeah. one like it was not. It's not at well, all. It. I always no one's like ha ha. Look at that girl in the stomach. She's doesn't like. Like that's when, not reality. When I was little, I was really. This is such a weird tangent, but it, I promise. It makes sense. <laughs> When when I was little, I was so embarrassed to pee in public because of the pee stream sound. Oh. And, um, and then I remember sitting on a toilet and like being like upset about having to go, and then be and then somebody else was peeing next to me, and I thought about it and I go, "Well, am I embarrassed for that person because I can hear them pee? No, oh. like I don't care. Yeah, you're so like, why would anybody care. else care? So every time I think about like something that's embarrassing or like. If I like, if I saw somebody do something or whatever, mm-hmm. or pee or fart, right. would I think that's embarrassing? No, no I just like be like, whatever. Like, why are we so hard on ourselves? Why are we so hard? Like, why am I so hard on my body? It's the same thing. Ugh. Okay, this next one was dreams. This next one was taught to me by a therapist, so this is not my idea. Great. So you're sa- you're saving me money. I'm saving you money. I'm just kidding. I'm saving you money. <laughs> but no, truly, this is a tip from a therapist. Okay. Number four, when you step out of the shower, look at yourself in the mirror naked and say three positive things about yourself every single time. It can be something as stupid as, I like my toes, but make sure that they are always positive. This will change your life. It will teach you to honor your beautiful body, even the parts you don't love naturally. Mm-hmm. It's I, fucking hard at first. That's really hard because I avoid my uh-huh. my, my reflection, especially I when I come out of the shower. Sobbed. I It took a lot, like... It was hard the first couple of times. It's hard. Yeah. And the first couple, t- and then you have days where you're sarcastic, you know, and you're like, fine, I yeah. love my ear, you know, like, but <laughs> eventually, because you, you have yeah. to get creative, you have to like find, and you don't have to do it forever. It's not like I still do it. But when I was really struggling, I was like, no, no, I'm going to relearn to love my body. I'm going to, I'm going to do that. And so, and I do it when I go shopping. I, oh, every time oh. I try something on, because you know how you immediately go to the negative? 
Yep. Instead, I go, I really like the way this makes my calves look. Or like, yeah. I might not like the fit of this, but I love the color with my eyes. And then I can be like, but it doesn't work for me. Right. Not like this is, I'm so gross. Like it has, yeah. I still do it when I shop. That's good. When I was a kid, I, you, did you ever have weird quirks as a kid? Oh God, yeah. Like either counting your steps or oh, like, I know it's like, okay, yes. but um, I, one of my weird quirks besides being afraid to pee in public was um, I would have to, have to, without fail, get dressed in front of a mirror. Huh. I'd have to see my naked ass body at like 12 years old <laughs> and get changed on. and put clothes on. And I remember thinking, this is so funny. I remember thinking, I cannot imagine having body image issues. Mm. I was like, I can't imagine lo not loving this body. Yeah. And then like, I was like, whew. And then 12 year old Brooke. Life hit you hard and fast. You. Hard and fast. So I was like, wow, I can't imagine like, like all these, you know, those radio things you heard when you were driving with your parents mm. of like, call 1-800-whatever for diet, blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, so you know, I was like, and I, remember, and I remember thinking, why would anybody ever do this? Because I was why always, you love yourself? I was always, my sisters now, now were, we're at tall and, and taller than me. And, and my late grandma used to call them Hispanic beauties. Now, if you've seen me, what? I got all the Irish in my family. I got all the <laughs> lack like, of are height. Are you Hispanic? Oh, yeah. We're Hispanic, Croatian, really? and Irish. Jesus Christ. I my, grandma's name, my grandma's name was Josefina Lopez, for the record. Oh. I know, exactly. So, <laughs> and she used to call them Hispanic beauties because they were tall yeah. and dark-skinned and skinny. Yeah. And I and got your sisters all are dark the Irish. All the yeah, Irish. Yeah, you did. And like, put puberty in that. And I'm like, oh, poor little t like. And so I grew up already feeling, because I had these two like glamazons as sisters. And here I was like. Humpty Dumpty over here being like, Ugh! and so I grew up feeling shitty about my body. Yeah. We have very two different perspectives mm -hmm. on this. This is pretty cool. But yeah, I would have to get changed every single That's time. So I don't know when that stopped. Like when, but like that was an OCD thing. I had to do it. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. So I used to run up to my stairs on all again. fours. That would be a compulsive thing I did. Yeah, that's totally a, a compulsive thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Number five. It's also totally okay to want your body to change. If you want to get stronger and healthier, go for it. It's awesome. If you don't, that's totally fine. But never shame other people for doing what's best for their body. Oh, I'm like, have mm -hmm. a specific thing mm -hmm. in mind of yours that mm -hmm. I just want to fucking kill that mm -hmm. person. I have a screenshot oh. of that too. Uh, I'm going to just say it. There's a somebody who messaged T on Instagram who was like, um, what was it? Like well, I tried about to body post... Positivities. Like I posted, I posted like a before and after pic because for me, it's about, a, it, I'm so fucking proud of what I did, but, yeah, and, so I, and I, and I followed it up by saying the next, the next, um, slide said, but my worth is the exact same in each picture. Yes. And the person said something was like really sarcastic and snarky and they go, then stop posting pictures that, that, um, influence that idea or whatever. And I was like, this is so much more than weight. If you knew me at all. You would know that, like, this is not about the weight loss. And yeah, it made, just had but just couldn't let me be happy. Courage. They couldn't let you be mm -hmm. happy. And I'm just so over it, that when it, somebody. Because I was like, I worked so hard the last yeah. year. I should be allowed to be proud of myself. And you should be. I'm proud of you. You, you be proud of you. You. You found your, the sweet spot in your health journey recently where you are active enough to enjoy a, the occasional treat while still really loving your body and are in a healthy, healthy mindset. 
Don't let others steal that joy from you. It took you 30 years to get here and not hate your body. Fuck anyone that makes you feel guilty about posting about your journey. For you, your mental health and your physical health go hand in hand. It's important to keep that in mind. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, my letter's so yeah. much longer than yours. I'm so sorry. Oh no, no, it's totally fine. Mine was short and I was gonna say short and sweet, but it wasn't it was short and, and pissed. <laughs> but, um, and like back to my letter about saying like using other people as like, there is no fitness inspiration, like mm -hmm. be your own. It, it goes, you know, you didn't look at Margot Robbie and say, I want to be her. Yeah. I'm going to to start this mm -hmm. journey because of her. You did it for you for and you did it for the right reasons. And it only because I was unhappy in how I felt in my body. That's it. Yes. It had nothing to do with, I, I never, and I still don't have a goal weight. I don't have a number. I'm not, for me, I was like, I just want to feel, I just want to feel good. I just want to feel better than I do now. And for me, that was, and that's why I'm like, if someone never got to that point, it was like, I'm totally happy at this weight. I'm like, how fucking nice is that? That's amazing. Yeah. Good for you. And for me, yeah, I took, feel comfortable and confident. Right. It, for me, it took getting to this point to be there. And I'm like, okay, I love where I'm at now, but there's no wrong answer. Just don't shame other people. Right. Exactly. Okay. Mm. I'm going to pee real fast, but you can keep reading this if you want. I'll be back in 20 seconds. Okay. Because <laughs> I saw my headphones in so I can hear you. Aw. Just, just, hey, maybe I can hear your pee stream and I won't be embarrassed oh, for you. <laughs> okay, I'll keep reading. Now, this is a weird time. In the last year, you had made a total lifestyle change and really got healthy both mentally and physically in a super healthy way, and that wasn't always the case in the past. And that's something to be hella proud of. And now, right as you're about to reach this point you've worked towards for over a year, the world is at a standstill. It's scary, and uncertainty fills every aspect of your life. And you're scared you might lose everything you've worked so hard for in the last year. You're afraid of falling back into habits that made you struggle. So here is some updated advice for your current life so this dear me dear me love me right fucking now and this is just for t personally it doesn't if it doesn't resonate with you all good move along it's a weird time and right now everyone needs to do what's best for that yeah, like just so if anybody's listening to this in the future it's because we're in quarantine yeah. right now and everything is a shit show everything's, everything's on fire eh. just like the it's fine. Yeah, that's the exactly what the, the whole world is that, though. The yeah. whole entire world. Mm -hmm. For the first time in the history mm -hmm. of the world, or our current, our modern world, we are all focused on the same mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. All of us. So this Everything is because just for me, yes. in Great. where I'm at in my head, to continue to love my body in spite of all these changes. Because it's not like I'm killing it over here like everyone else i'm having the same struggles every single one of you are having every single yes. one so this is just for me a little reminder number one move every day not to lose weight or maintain muscle but because if you don't move every day your mental health will suffer the trick for you is one yoga class a day one wor workout class a day and maybe a walk slash run with butters if the streets are empty being active three times a day keeps your mind in a healthy place. Just because I'm not walking around outside anymore to work or to wherever. So I just need to, yeah. I need to move. Yeah. I need to learn to move too because my movement is from the couch to the toilet to the kitchen. Yep. Back to the couch. So that's my movement right now. And that's okay too. 
That is okay too, if, especially if you need it. And yep. right now I just kind of need yep. that. I'm not going to sit here and tell you to work out. I'm just telling you, listen to your body. I am proud of myself though. I'm not snacking. Oh, I'm see, not eating, snacking like I'm dying. I'm eating my like lunch. I don't like eating breakfast. It makes me feel gross. I'm eating lunch, a nice hearty lunch, and then a nice dinner. Mm. See, and I'm we're still getting like our HelloFreshes. Grazing all day. Wasabi mm-hmm. peas. Oh, wasabi <sighs> peas. I love Hot wasabi corn. peas. I'm, I'm all about the snacking. Okay. Which mm-hmm. it leads into number Which two. Is, yeah. Number two, food is comforting. It just is. There is no need to have shame associated with food ever, and especially not right now. Don't be obsessing about how many carbs you're eating or the amount of amount you're snacking. It's okay to be mindful of the indulgences, but mindfulness and obsessiveness are two very different things. Food has always been your love language. Make beautiful, labor-intensive meals. Bake beautiful cakes and bread and enjoy every second of them. Yeah. Like, I, I found myself starting to have a little bit of shame because I would, I would indulge in things and I'd be like, oh, I just, uh, and I'm like, you need to stop because that's going to fall back into old habits. There's no shame associated yeah. with food. Yes. I don't play that game anymore. I just don't do it. There is no bad food or good food. It's just mindful. If I'm mm-hmm. going to indulge instead of eating the entire pan of banana bread, maybe just a slice. Like, well, I, there's a book, isn't there, that was just like, if you don't let yourself have the good things in life, you're, that's, that's when you're going to fall off the wagon Absolutely. and you're going to binge. So Absolutely. if you don't let yourself enjoy, that's when indulgence happens. Right. If it's not letting yourself enjoy those things. Yep. So I'm I'm trying not to have any shame around food. Good. Number three, stop drinking. You just did this like two days ago, but it bah. but it's way too easy to spend your entire evening drinking wine on the couch, which leads you to feeling hungover the next day, which makes you feel like crap and not move your body. And often to panic attacks, it's a vicious cycle. Let's face it. You feel better when you're not drinking. The eight months you went without it last year, some of the best months of your life, both physically and mental health wise. Switch back over to kombucha, girl. You'll be better for it. And like, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Like people only see the before and after. They didn't see that I didn't drink for eight or 10 months and went to countless parties and weddings and was just like, no, I'm trying this not drinking thing. I'm feeling a little bit better. I don't have a healthy relationship with it right now and I can't continue what I'm doing while I'm doing it. And so I went right. into this mode of like quarantine is vacation and I, I couldn't do that. So Yeah. Makes sense. But that's like, I'm like, people didn't see that I didn't drink for eight or 10 months. Right. So that I could have a healthy relationship with it. Mm-hmm. Number four, listen to your body overall. Some days in this weird time, you managed to do an insane amount of working out and being active, but two days ago, you had a day where even getting out of bed felt like a major victory. Instead of shaming yourself on those days, thank your body for telling you what it needs. Listen to it. Mm-hmm. It's just like when people are like, oh, I like slept in and didn't, my, you know, snooze my alarm. It's just like, well, your body told you you needed sleep, you need so to- sleep. Your body said I needed sleep. I can't get up. And you do that, especially now, this weird ass mm-hmm. time. Listen to your body. Yeah, listen to it. If you need a walk, mm-hmm. go on a walk. Just do it better than what people are doing right now and being stupid. Yes, exactly. Like, stay away from everybody. Just stay the fuck away from... I mean, honestly, this is... Other than it being a virus and people are unfortunately getting really sick and people passing away, this is my dream of just sitting oh, in my favorite place in the whole paradise world. paradise besides the, the, the wow. destruction. And... And just stay the fuck away from me. Yep. Like, 
I, for the first time in my life, like Dave and I, when we were walking butters before things got really bad and it was just starting social distancing and he and I were walking in the park and I literally was like, I have never felt more seen in that I want nothing more than to be away from strangers. And now Mm -hmm. I don't seem like an asshole for walking far away from people. Exactly. Have you ever watched The Masked Singer? Like a couple times. Yeah. Um, Whenever they rehearse, they rehearse not in their costume, but in like a mat, their mask. And but their sweatshirts say, don't talk to me. (laughs) And so I'm like, I need that sweatshirt. I love that sweatshirt. (laughs) Leave me alone. Don't talk talk to me. me. I need that for planes. Don't talk to me. For sure. Oh, my God. I would I, I need that as a travel outfit. Yeah. Number five, get into yoga. You've never been a yoga person. You're way too competitive, Mm -hmm. but truly yoga with Adrian on YouTube is life-saving during this time. Something as simple as her telling you to put your hands on your stomach and to be nice to your beautiful stomach Mm -hmm. hits home so hard during this time. She focuses on thinking and honoring your body. She's all kindness and magic and sweetness. And right now you need that. Mm -hmm. Will you send me a link to that? A hundred percent. She has two 30-day like yoga journeys. They're not challenges. There are journeys where it's like, what, like today's was like, um, create or like connect with the artist within, um, resonate. Hmm. It's never about like doing yoga. Like Dave's yeah. been doing it every day with me. She is the kind, but like she will, when you're laying in the corpse pose, whatever it's called in yoga language. And she'll say like, put your hands on your stomach. And she's like, we often avoid this area. Give it a rub. It does so much for you. Your beautiful stomach. Like she's magical, beautiful, kindness, wonderful. And she's so quirky. And I love her. And her dog's always in the shot. Her dog, Benji, is in it the whole time. And like today, we were were folded over. um, And she's like, and pretend you're carving the name of someone you love in the sand. And then she's like, really quietly, she just goes, Benji. Her dog. I love her. But I will send you that link. She is amazing. It's really cute. Love her. Nessie refuses to let me do yoga. It's hysterical. I'll just send oh, you Butters a at first was like, no. And now it's, he still will like shove toys in my face. And then after a while, he's just like, okay. And he calms down. Okay. Yeah, Butters. Yeah, Butters. This is a weird time. The whole world is at a standstill. And it's so easy to let dark thoughts creep back into your life. But at the end of the day, I keep telling myself, this is the only body I get. And I refuse to be mean to it or to treat it like shit. Say nice things about yourself. Learn to love yourself. You're stuck with you forever. Be your best friend. I love you, you beautiful, kind, sarcastic, curvy, strong, loving woman. You will get through this time. It's just like, and and you beautiful sunshine, sunflower. (laughs) And if you lose some of the progress you've built in the last year in the meantime, so be it. That never has and been what defines you. You are so worthy. At any size, at any mental place, you are worthy of love, of feeling beautiful, and of feeling worthy. Love me. Yeah. Those were a nice yin and yang letters. And I'm glad we yes, read them they were. in the order we did. Me too. I, I was like, you know, you go from yours to being like, mm-hmm. I feel I'm doing great to like me and just like, fuck my body. The thing is like that I was there like reading your right. letter. It like made me well up because I, I was like, oh my God, I been there I know what you mean I know what you mean so hard but also I'm not going to sit here and tell you what to do I'm just going to say I'm right. there and I empathize with you and I want to give you a hug virtually and so right. I am and I love you friend I love you too I loved I loved your letter it's it's eye-opening um to to know somebody who's been at the point where I'm at mm-hmm. right now oh big time to then say like a year ago I was at your point to like a year now I love my I've never loved my body and here it is I am loving it and having so, done like 15 years of 
body dysmorphia and issues. And yeah. now I'm at a place where I can be healthy with it and love it. And it's it's so weird to me. Yeah. To like yes. my body. It's 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 a weird thing, but um Yeah. That gives nice. me hope. It it can happen. If it can happen to me. <laughs> it can happen to me. It can happen to anybody. Yeah. I mean that mental space gives me hope. Mm-hmm. Like of like wanting of loving it and and wanting to continue to put good things in it or do good things in it, like going running or mm-hmm. going to the gym or something. So that's inspiring to me. I love you, friend. I love you too. This was a good episode. This was a good episode. I liked it. I did too. Even though, because I said I that I didn't want to do heavy things mm-hmm. while we're in this quarantine just so we don't have to deal with it. But it's good to, I feel like this is good. I, this is what I needed. And honestly, like writing my letter, because I was struggling too, like mm-hmm. with shame and how little I'm moving and what I'm eating and it, right in the out, I was like, oh, right. Like, this is so much more than yeah. what this seems. Like, it was it was good. Well, if you want to write us your letters, mm-hmm. you can. Uh, you can email us at dearmelovemepodcast at gmail.com. Yep. Uh, uh, maybe include a little bit of photos. Yep. Send us some photos if you do it because we'll mm-hmm. put you on our Instagram. And uh, we would love it if y'all would go write, uh, rate, subscribe. Right. Review, rate, subscribe, review, subscribe, please. We would love it so, so much. It helps us. Mm-hmm. It it's helps us out more than you guys even know. Yeah, I know. And it's not only does it make me feel good about myself mm-hmm. and the fact that uh, somebody listens to this podcast, but also like it, it does do good shit for this show. Yeah. But it makes um, us realize we're not screaming into the void either and sharing, bearing exactly. our souls to nobody. Seriously. Well, even if it was sharing it to nobody, it feels good. It feels good it to feels know good that it's to resonating it, with people. It's good to see your face. It's good to see your face. I know. Last time T and I recorded virtually, it was we did not see each other, so it was a little this bit harder. A lot easier. But I like this is a lot easier. To This is not like a phone call. It's like right. a conversation, yeah. which is nice. All right. Well, we'll see you on Sunday for a mini episode. Yep. Um, and unless... I, me, Brooke, uh, is too busy with Animal Crossing. <laughs> Just kidding. That's not going to happen oh, again. <laughs> I love you, friend. I love you, too. We'll see you next week. Bye. Or on Sunday, I guess. Goodbye. Dear listener, support for this podcast comes from you. Just for taking a chance on a new podcast. Have a suggestion for a letter? Or do you want to write one yourself? Email us at dearmelovemepodcast at gmail.com. All Dear Me, Love Me art is created by Julie Eccles. Thank you, Julie. Music is composed and produced by Connor Simpson. Follow us on all the gross social media sites you have. Instagram at Dear Me, Love Me Podcast. Twitter at DMLM Podcast. And you can find us on Facebook, too. Thanks for listening. Love us.